Awesome Podcast. Toot toot. How you doing there, Turkey? I'm pretty good there, uh, mashed taters. Ah, I like that. You can call me taters if you want. Just shorten it. Well, but you are looking a little mashed. Yeah, you ain't wrong. Well, dear listeners, we are smack dab in Thanksgiving season, and I could not be more pleased. I'm pleased as holiday punch, Big Al. Yep, Thanksgiving is one of the best holidays there is, but uh, that doesn't make it perfect. I think it might be time for an update. Oh, okay. All right, I'm listening. You see, for a couple of centuries or so, Thanksgiving has been a relatively low-key holiday spent with your loved ones, celebrating the things in your life that you're grateful for, that make you who you are. Right? Yeah. But you know what? It's time for something new. We're going to leave the behind in the past, Mr. Possum. Time to stop having Thanksgiving dinner with your loser family. Oh, yeah. Let's sex this holiday up a bit. Let's make it aspirational. From now on, Thanksgiving is a holiday where you invite the coolest people you can think of that you want to hang out with over to eat a big old plate of food and swap some crazy stories. Doesn't that sound better, Mr. Possum? Doesn't that sound like a better holiday? Oh, yes. It's like you're Vincent Price from House on Haunted Hill, and you're just inviting a bunch of famous millionaires to come in there and collect $1,000. Ooh, yes, that's exactly right. In fact, I think we should make House on Haunted Hill like a a honorary Thanksgiving movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. So tonight... On the podcast, it's Big Howlin' Possum's Thanksgiving 2023 Dinner Guest Draft. Who's making the cut? Who's getting an invite to the table with the juiciest turkey in town? And you know the juiciest turkey in town is, of course, Big Howl's. Well, I mean, depends on what town you're in. If you're in the town I'm in, I've got the juiciest turkey. And we all know that. <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt you've got a juicier turkey than me, Mr. Possum. Oh, come on. My turkey is like one of them gusher snacks. You take a bite out of it and it just pours. It pours in your mouth. Yeah. Well, I think that's because it's raw, Mr. Possum. I've, I've heard that. I've heard that your turkey gushes into the mouth. But I've heard that not as a pleasant experience, but as a devastating and dangerous experience. Well, you know. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, I guess, but raw turkey is a little softer and wetter, and that's what we're going for. Well, when we come back, we'll reveal who's the first guest for our Thanksgiving. Could it be you yourself, dear Lister? Probably not, but we'll see. Yeah, we're going to invite famous people, people we want to talk to. first on your list. The first guest getting a golden ticket to the Dottie Ranch for Thanksgiving 2023 is Robert Gator McCluskey, the classic renegade moonshiner turned federal infiltrator, played masterfully in the film White Lightning and the sequel Gator by the king of characters himself, Burt Reynolds. Hmm. 
I'm getting a feeling, Big Al. I'm getting a feeling, and you let me know if I'm right. Okay. I think what you're going to do is you're going to invite a bunch of Burt Reynolds characters to Thanksgiving. Am, am I am I close? Yeah, that's a bullseye, actually. Uh, <laughs> somehow you, you figured it out. You got me pegged there, Mr. Possum. I'm inviting uh, five different characters invented, brought to life, and portrayed by Burt Reynolds. Okay, the thing is, no, you can't do that. And I don't want it, okay? I'm sorry, is that is that against the law? Yeah. Did I miss a new law being passed against inviting five different Burt Reynolds to your Thanksgiving dinner? Actually, yeah, it is a law. And that's what happens when you stop showing up to the Thanksgiving council meetings. You're going to miss some motions. Okay. And we can't have a bunch of uh, characters played by the same actor showing up to Thanksgiving. It's actually something we covered last week. Also, I don't really want to just... You know, hear you talk about Burt Reynolds all night, and you'll ignore all the other guests, and you'll just talk to your birds. It's too birdie. Okay, so can I do? Uh, can I do four Burt Reynolds characters, and then a, a a different one, somebody else? No, I think you're misinterpreting the spirit of the law. You're gonna pick one Burt, okay? Just one. How about three? Three Burt Reynolds characters. Mm, keep going. You want to keep on subtracting until you get to one. Okay. Well, I think gonna two is going to be my low limit. Two is going to be my my bottom uh, amount of Burt Reynolds characters that I'm inviting to Thanksgiving. You're closer, even closer still. Just you know, kick one of them birds out, and we're good to go. Okay. So you're you're not going to let this go. You're not going to let me have my multiple Burt Reynolds characters. No. I'm sorry. It's my hands are tied. It's Thanksgiving law. Okay. Well, if I can only pick one Burt Reynolds character to come to my Thanksgiving dinner, I guess it will not be Robert Gator McCluskey. It'll have to be Bandit. Okay. Bandit just has that extra special spark, that glint in his eye, that knowing and charismatic presence. The other Burt Reynolds character that has that is uh, David Dilbeck from Striptease, but that guy makes me sad for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think it's because he's older and the passage of time frightens the heck out of me. Now, I have to think about this a little bit, but because uh, I have to come up with four other guests right now to uh, talk about tonight. Yeah. Uh, but it might be kind of fun to invite Sheriff Buford T. Justice to the Thanksgiving dinner. You know, watch him sort of try to chase Bandit around the table or uh, keeps thinking he caught him on the, on the way to the bathroom. But, uh, you know, he keeps getting thwarted. He finds himself coated in gravy at one point, you know? I could watch that all night. Yeah, I mean, if you want to invite a sheriff to Thanksgiving, that's fine. Just keep it down to one Burt. Yeah. And also stop talking about Burt Reynolds so much. Hate to be a stickler. Well, I'm not going to bring up Burt Reynolds at Thanksgiving dinner at all because that would be uh, probably pretty confusing for Bandit. To hear about. Oh, true. Yeah, that would probably throw him into an existential crisis, like have a last action hero situation there. Yeah. Mr. Possum, who is first on your 2023 Thanksgiving dinner guest list? Top of the list. Gotta have him. It's the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. You know, the guy that busts through the wall, he's just a big living, smiling pitcher of sweet drink. Yeah. Of course I know who he is. That's why I said, oh, yeah, like that. I, I... I doubt I would have done that if I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's coming. But guess what? It gets better. Because I don't really like Kool-Aid. I don't want to be drinking that all night. First thing we do when he comes in, we're going to dump him out. <laughs> no. Oh, he's no. He's not going to like it. No, he's You're not. You're going to have to get his legs, and I'll kind of support 
you know, the dump. I'll just kind of push him up from the middle, and we'll dump him out into the sink. He's going to go, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Not this. This yeah. is what I worry about. This thing right here. He has nightmares about that all the time, I imagine. I'm sure getting dumped out. Well, some sometimes nightmares come true on Thanksgiving. Guess, guess what? We're getting that Kool-Aid out of the way. We're going to fill the Kool-Aid man with gravy. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. Actually, it might be kind of a struggle to serve gravy from him because he's so tall and, you know, we'd have to pick him up like we're giving him a keg stand every time we need to get gravy on the plate. Well, yeah. Maybe we can hand him a big spoon or something. You've kind of forced him into a uh, position of servitude there. Kind of weird to show up at somebody's house and they're like, hey, you're a receptacle for what we'll be eating tonight. Oh, now hang on a second. I didn't put that evil on Kool-Aid Man. Kool-Aid Man already put himself into a life of servitude. I'm just switching out the Kool-Aid for gravy. That's true. He does seem to like showing up at places and people consuming what's inside of him. Now, uh, have you thought about what might happen to the Kool-Aid Man's mood or uh, or overall personality if he's no longer filled with Kool-Aid? I mean, I'm sure lots of people have talked about whether Kool-Aid Man is the jug or the Kool-Aid. But uh, the question is, what happens to Kool-Aid Man when he becomes Gravy Man? What if Gravy Man is is a different guy? Oh, so you're saying like the Kool-Aid Man is like just the vessel and the soul of Kool-Aid Man is just whatever's inside. So it's kind of a pet cemetery situation. Yeah. What if Gravy Man is like really uh, scary or depressing to be around? Hey, as long as the gravy's right, I don't care what his vibe is. I don't care if he's moping around going... Oh, yeah, and sleeping and stuff. Yeah. As long as when I need the gravy dumped out on my turkey, he's there. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be going, oh, yeah, if he's filled with gravy. That doesn't doesn't make sense to me. I think it'd be more like, oh, gravy. Maybe, but maybe he's saying, oh, yeah, instead of a celebratory. He's more saying it like reminding himself, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I asked for this. He's, he's, go, he's reminding himself that he's filled with gravy. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, I've got gravy in me. My life stinks. Oh, yeah, I'm a pitcher. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Big Al, who's the next tight guest you got? My next guest who will be getting a coded, self-destructing message to attend my Thanksgiving dinner party will be none other than the great singer and American institution... Loretta Lynn, mm. uh, who, if we cannot get, by the way, I will settle for Sissy Spacek portraying her as she did so well in the film Coal Miner's Daughter. Okay. Loretta would light up any dinner table with stories of both poverty and fame, and perhaps we'd even get her to sing us a song or two, you know? Oh, yeah. Also, you know she's going to bring some great country food along with her from her famous country kitchen. Which, as a side note, uh, here's what I'm going to pitch to Loretta when she comes to my Thanksgiving dinner. I got a business proposition for Loretta Lynn. Uh, I'm going to say, Loretta, you're thinking too small with your little restaurant there, Loretta Lynn's Country Kitchen. It's in the middle of Tennessee, smack dab in the middle there. By the time people get there, they've already eaten at 20 other country restaurants just by coincidence. You can't get in your car in Tennessee without getting thrown a roll by some teenager at a country restaurant. Loretta, you got to move your restaurant somewhere that people don't get as much country cooking. How about Hawaii? How about New York City? How about Times Square in New York City? Uh, Loretta Lynn's Country Kitchen. 
a little haven, a little oasis, a little respite for uh, wayward urban cowboys to get some food. It's a heck of an idea, Big Al, really is. I think that a lot of people that have businesses like they like being cornered about things they should do better. Yeah. Especially at dinner. So this is going to be a home run in terms of baseball. Yeah, I knew what home run was a reference to. Well, this ball's going to go out of the park. It's not going to be, an, uh, you know, where they just fumble the ball and they rake it around. This this ball is gone. It's in the neighbor's yard. Home run. Yeah. Bases loaded. What I'm going to pitch to her is that I just need a little bit of seed money. And the, of course, the licensing rights to use her name on whatever I want to sell. Sure. And that I will take care of everything else, right? Oh, yeah. What? Is, is the gravy man here? No, I'm just getting ready. Oh, okay. Mr. Possum, who is next on your 2021 Thanksgiving guest draft? Well, you know, if you ask me, Thanksgiving should be brown. All the food should be different shades of brown. Yeah. Except for the mashed potatoes, which are kind of, I guess... Uh, off-white, you know, to begin with. But once I smother them in gravy, it's brown. Yeah. But every year, some wise guy brings green food. I see that slimy old spinach sitting there, and I'm like, uh-uh. So I'm going to invite Popeye the Sailor Man to eat all the spinach and probably the other veggies. And then I get all the good brown. You're inviting Popeye? Yeah, Popeye. The cartoon? Yeah, the cartoon guy. Okay. So not the, um... Not the one played by Robin Williams. I don't care. I just want Popeye. I, I mailed it to Popeye. Just a Popeye. A Popeye. Yes. My God, Big Hal. Like to pick me to death. I'm just, I mailed a letter to Popeye. Yeah. There's one address. Whichever's, whatever Popeye answers the mail will be the one that shows up. Could be CGI Popeye. Sure. Could be live action Popeye. Could be cartoony Popeye. Could be Big Hal in a Popeye costume that he ordered on Amazon. Hey, that's fine. As long as you chug spinach, I don't care if it's you. But you also got to do the... There you go. Yeah, you got to bring that Popeye business. You got to squint the whole time and flex your muscles. Mm-hmm. Another plus of having Popeye there, besides him just being a, a trash can for spinach, is that he can punch any bullies who may show up. Sometimes bullies show up to Thanksgiving. He can kind of be... The bouncer. Yeah, and if, you know, who knows, if you create a kind of Frankenstein monster by filling the Kool-Aid man up with gravy, uh, you got Popeye there as a sort of backup uh, security plan. Oh, yeah. Now, worst case scenario, we can dump the gravy out of Kool-Aid man, fill it up with spinach, and get Popeye just positively pumped for spinach. (laughs) He'd be riding the back of the spinach Kool-Aid man like Master Blaster in Thunderdome. Yeah, we got us a Thanksgiving going here, buddy. I mean, it sounds, it already sounds like a freakish nightmare, something out of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I gotta say. Yeah, but you know, we're trying to change it. Yeah, and you don't make a great new holiday tradition without breaking a few eggs. So, uh, mm-hmm. so I think, uh, I, th- I think it kind of makes sense to sow a little chaos and see what happens. Mm hmm. Sounds good to me. Continuing down our guest list for Thanksgiving. Big Hal, who else you got coming? 
Mr. Possum, my third guest for Thanksgiving, since I cannot pick another of the precious characters brought to life by Burt Reynolds in his many films, mm-hmm. is that space word raccoon from the Avenger films. Rocky Raccoon, I think is his name, right? Rocky, Rocky Raccoon. Uh, he's just so cool. He's a little bit like if uh, Burt Reynolds was a little furry critter. He's always on the run from some kind of space smoky. He's a relatable amount of completely flustered when he sees a hot intergalactic babe. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure how that works, but I imagine there's not a lot of space raccoon babes. Last I checked, raccoons were a little busy rooting through the garbage to develop a space program. But I'm just thinking about how much fun it would be to have a cool talking animal with a bad attitude at my dinner table, you know? Especially one as cute as a raccoon. Mm. You want a talking animal with a bad attitude at Thanksgiving, huh? I sure do, Mr. Possum. I think that would be pretty fun. If only you knew someone who fit that bill already. Yeah, it's true. I'm being sarcastic. It's me. What? You just don't like my fleshy tail. That's the only difference between me and that rocky raccoon boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you are very, very similar to movie star Rocky Raccoon. Yeah. Yep. I tell you what, all I have to do is paint that fleshy tail stripes of white and black, and you wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> Just imagining you dragging some wet paint around and imagining that you look as good as a movie star. That's very funny, Mr. Possum. Yeah, it is funny. If you bring this raccoon to Thanksgiving, we're going to fight. It sounds like I'm going to have to choose between movie star Rocky Raccoon and my friend and co-host, Mr. Possum. And uh, since the rules of this new Thanksgiving are that you're shooting for the stars inviting the celebrities, I'm afraid you're just not invited to my Thanksgiving, Mr. Possum. Mm. Yeah, we'll see about that. You'll be calling me after everybody's complaining about your turkey being dry. Hey, would you come over and bring that wet, wet? Because Big Hal's serving this old dry billfold again. You know what? I'm not even going to dignify that with a response, honestly. Mr. Possum, who's next on your 2023 Thanksgiving guest list? Guess who's coming to dinner? It's Brundle Turkey. (laughs) Oh, no. That's right. Oh, no. I happen to know a scientist who got into a DNA splicing machine with a turkey sandwich. Yeah. It's Brundle Turkey. So this is a guy who's slowly sort of turning into a turkey and and gaining a bunch of powers that are turkey-based, I guess. Well, he's he's not really turning into the animal. He's turning into the sandwich. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is good. Which is it's good. I'm trying to think if I would rather have the powers of a turkey or the powers of a sandwich, and I think maybe the sandwich is good. Well, I think the turkey's probably cold all the time, but the tur- the turkey sandwich has got kind of a jacket on, which is the bread. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is you'd you'd have like this cushiony sort of you'd be able to bounce around and you'd be in, in sort of impervious to it attacks from above and below because of your uh, because of your thick, bready sandwich. Yeah, but nobody's going to really attack him. I mean, right now he's in the stage of transformation where he's still mostly a guy, and he's just kind of itchy and irritable, and his teeth are starting to fall out and things like that. But I think by Thanksgiving, we got ourselves a turkey sandwich walking in that door. So you're not just having him for dinner. You're having him for dinner is the plan. 
Well, the thing about Brundle Turkey is that by the time Thanksgiving comes around, he's going to be so much of a turkey sandwich, he's probably going to be miserable. He's probably going to be in a great deal of pain. Yeah. And he's probably going to already done some crimes that he feels regretful about. He's probably going to be on that, you know, put me out of my misery tip, which I will be like, yeah, okay, have a seat, and then we'll just eat him. Okay. So let's do like a quick, uh, quick little roundup of your guest list so far. Okay, yeah, we should take a look at it, see what it looks like. It's pretty tight. You have uh, a big pitcher that wanted to be Kool-Aid, and you mm-hmm. have forced to be gravy. Yeah. Who's probably miserable and complaining about that. If not a completely different entity, because he's been mm-hmm. filled with a different liquid. Yes, sir. Then you have uh, raving madman Popeye, mm-hmm. who you have... Filled with spinach. And now you have added to the mix uh, a depressed walking sandwich who wants nothing mm-hmm. more to, than to be consumed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. No notes. I love it. Yeah, I stand by these choices. I don't really look for company on Thanksgiving. I look for helpers. Yeah. E- sort of an edible chaos is what you're going for. Yeah, edible chaos. I, I like that. Like a tornado that you can eat. Yeah. Big hell, who else you got coming? The next person who will receive a letter from a magic owl inviting them to Big Hal Dottie's Thanksgiving celebration. Magic owl? You know, like Hogwarts. Oh, okay. Like uh, like Harry, Harry Potter. I tried to think of a bunch of like cool invite themes to follow here. I haven't really, haven't picked which one. But I want to do something, you know, special because these are, these are celebrities. These are big deals. But the next person invited will be none other than the current reigning king of cool, Mr. Rock and Roll himself, the walk of the walk, the big man, the stud sensation, Paul Hollywood from Great British Bake Off. Paul Hollywood himself. You look at this guy and you think, man, he's got some stories to tell. I only hope he's not too busy partying in the dungeon of Windsor Castle with Keith Richards and Daniel Craig to come to my party. Paul Hollywood. I can't say I've heard of this fella. Is he like an actor or a rock star? Or... You've never heard of Paul Hollywood. <laughs> Man. No. No, he's not a he's not a he's not a quote unquote rock star. That's cute. That's cute. Mr. Possum, he's a baker. He's a celebrity baker. Oh, a baker. Yeah. You see, nowadays bakers are like the top tier of fame. You got your cake boss and your Christina Tozy. But Paul Hollywood is the cream of even that crop. Just look at him. Just look at this guy. You can tell he rides a motorcycle to his bakery every day. Probably wears a leather apron. I'll bet he doesn't even get the day's bread in the oven until 1 p.m. in the afternoon. This guy is cool. Late baker, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm going to come up with a a really fun nickname for him so he likes me better than you. I'm going to call him Nightbread. Nightbread? Don't you take that. Possum, who you got next? I'm going to invite the great Kenny Rogers. Because I feel like he's got the best stories. If you want to hear a story about a coward who lives in the county, he's got you. You want to hear a song about how gambling works? 
He's got you. Yeah. He's got lots of stories. Wow, Kenny Rogers, that's a re- that that's a really good guest to get at your Thanksgiving dinner. Surprised I didn't think of that one. Oh, I know why I didn't think of it. It's because he's dead, Mr. Possum. Kenny Rogers has unfortunately passed on. There's no way he's coming to your Thanksgiving dinner. Sorry, cross that one off the list. Big help. Do you think I'm an imbecile? Yes. I know Kenny's gone. I'm inviting his ghost. You sound like such a fool sometimes, and on the radio, no less. I'm inviting the ghost of Kenny Rogers. Do you think I'm going to invite a living Kenny Rogers? He would eat everything we got. Kenny Rogers is going to show up like, "Mm, no, I don't think I'll have anything at all. I'm a ghost. Here's a story. An apparition of Kenny Rogers is coming, and I guess he'll just sort of stand next to the table and go, ooh, while while all the other mayhem occurs. No, not all ghosts act like that. The only kind of ghosts that go, ooh, that's what they were acting like in life. They would just hang around and wave their arms around and go, ooh. <laughs> you met fellers like that. That's what they're like in death. And Kenny Rogers would sing us a song and tell a story and all that stuff. Haunting is a behavior that begins in in one's own actual life, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, have you ever heard of, you know, hecklers at comedy shows? What do they say? They say, boo. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Some ghosts are just hecklers. They've been doing it for decades. Not going to stop now. It's like that song that the ghost of Kenny Rogers sings, where it's, uh, you got to know when to haunt them. Know when to flaunt them. Know when to float away. Know when to, I was going to say, know when to squawk away. (laughs) I don't know why he's a bird now, but, uh, but that's, you know, matches the rhyme scheme a little better. Well, who knows what form he'll show up in. I mean, he might show up as Kenny Rogers... Roaster, where he's just a chicken. (laughs) That's what he would have wanted. He would have wanted to be a roaster chicken. What you got, buddy? All right. Since, again, Possum has restricted me from my fantasy Thanksgiving of all guests brought to life in front of the camera by the late, great Burt Reynolds, I feel like there's uh, a real non-zero chance that I'm going to get bored at this Thanksgiving dinner, even though Bandit is going to be there and Paul Hollywood and Loretta Lynn. I think eventually it's going to turn into a bunch of people talking. So I need a backup plan to keep myself and my guests entertained. Okay. So the last feller to get a spot on this Noah's Ark of a dinner party is Mr. Bean. Oh, yes. I second that. That's right. I'm inviting Mr. Bean. And uh, I, before before you second that, I'm going to clarify that Mr. Bean is not a bean that you can eat, Mr. Prozen. That's fine. That's fine. This'll do. He is not a side dish himself. 
he's uh, the TV star, Mr. Bean, who gets in the sort of a, he gets in a lot of uh, crazy adventures. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, he's the lovable buffoon. He would be a great addition for sure. I've got plans for him, Big O. He's going to show up in his tiny little car and probably step in some doggy doo on his way up to the porch. I'll open that front door and he'll already have his head stuck in a bucket. By the end of the night, Mr. Bean will have overturned the dinner table itself to uproarious laughter by myself and the bandit, who at that point I will have shared a lifetime of memories with and will be best friends. In fact, I will be such good friends with bandit by that point that I won't be able to invite him to my 2024 Thanksgiving dinner. Sorry, bandit, we're too close. I got to invite some, uh, I got to invite some famous people I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I like that. Mr. Possum, who's your final guest? Well, my final guest is Mr. Belvedere himself. Oh, wow. Mr. Belvedere. Mm Mm-hmm. We got the two Mr. B's showing up. I've got a Machiavellian plan in place. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to trick Mr. Belvedere into being our butler. I'm going to invite him to the dinner just as a guy. Yeah. Just as a guy, just to be like, hey, you know, take a load off. Just come eat something. Let us let somebody else clean up, you know? And he's going to be like, that sounds great. And then he's going to show up, and he's going to see Mr. Bean trying to be the butler, and he's going to bumble it so bad that Mr. Belvedere can't resist stepping up and butlering. He's going to be like, let me, give me that. I'm, let me do it. That's smart, isn't it? Yeah, I think definitely his butler and instincts will kick in at that point. He won't be able to resist. So he's just he's just there to he's just there to clean up the mayhem after it's happened. Yeah, and he's also there just for me to make butler jokes. Yeah. If somebody says something I don't like, I could be like, Hey, get out of here, kiss my butler. Yeah. And then I look at Belvedere and we have a chuckle. And I'm like, No, kiss him. And then they ki- and then they gotta kiss him. They and then they kiss. Yeah. I mean you said you wanted Thanksgiving to be sexy. I did say that. Yeah. Podcast. Toot toot.